I'm exhausted. Quite a day today. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the fishbowl. Unfortunately, I'm only Bob because, regrettably, Fish B is still back east doing that very important legal work, some of the most important legal work in the country, if not the world, the pro bono lawyering on behalf of Jeffrey Tubin Scott. Why pro bono? Because how do you pay an extra-dimensional fishbowl? How'd it go on errands today? This whole, this whole COVID lifestyle, it, uh, when, I, when I do something that's uh, not part of the... Uh, of the once-in-a-century global flu pandemic lifestyle. Uh, like, when I think about putting on jeans or something, like it throws me off. And today, like, I had to, like, go places, like, multiple places. It was, it was overstimulating, and I'm exhausted, and, and I, I'm concerned about getting the virus, frankly. Uh, I had an uh, eye doctor appointment at, uh, at 9 o'clock this morning. So after, because you got to do it before you lose the eye insurance coverage for the glasses at the end of the year, right? So very busy time. At, at the eye doctor. So I'm there, and I, I got the eye exam, and, and then I went around, like, putting on every pair of glasses, which I know they have the best of intentions of sanitizing. Uh, do I trust that every pair of glasses that I put on my face to try on were sanitized? No, of course not. Fucking of course not. But I went to the eye doctor. Had to go to, uh, had to, go to a T-Mobile store. I don't have a T-Mobile account. It was, it, was, it was a gift, so it was... Um, well, that was a weird thing. Went to uh, Best Buy. I like Best Buy. I, I, uh, I always walk over to the speaker section, and they got like, uh, man, life. Uh, th- this Sony thing, is, I don't forget what it's called, like a fucking kickbox or something. But if you're old as fuck like me, and like uh, 40 plus, and grew up uh, in generations where we knew terms, we knew the meaning of things like uh, boom boxes and ghetto blasters. Fuck, this thing, these speakers are like maybe just a little bit under a yard tall and they all like lit up and shit and it just, $399, too bad I was buying their, they're buying uh, things for other people, but uh, whatever, that's the way it goes. Maybe next year Santa Claus will bring me a kickbox or whatever the fuck, I just, I love it, I love, uh, I love speakers. Um, but while I was, I went to Barnes and Noble too. Love Barnes and Noble. Fuck off, you fucking hater. What do you mean you don't like Barnes and Noble? There's magazines and books and toys and records and people and a Starbucks. I don't drink coffee, but you don't like Barnes and Noble, you fucking snob. Jesus, fuck. You only go to the, <laughs> I see. I see. You only go to the one bookstore downtown that's owned by the, the guy the retired painter from New Hampshire. You go to his bookstore, but you're too good for a... Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I live in Spokangeles, all right? I don't have... I don't have a retired painter from New Hampshire that moved to my city to open up this glorious place to drink tea, talk about uh, <laughs> the changes in the tide. Talk use books. Uh, so while I was out today... Uh, risking my life to get glasses and buy presents for people who may or may not love me. <laughs> well, I was out risking my life to do that. I missed a lot of news today. In fact, I haven't watched uh, anything. Um, did my man, Grandpa Joe, <laughs> did Grandpa Joe, was he introducing Mayor Pete Buttigieg as his nominee to be the uh, head of the, the, the Treasury Department, or not the Treasury, the uh, Transportation Department Secretary. 
well, introducing Mayor Pete. Uh, did did uh, did did Grandpa Joe? Did he refer to Mayor Pete's husband as Kirsten <laughs> instead of uh, instead of Chaston? One of the world's most famous gay couples. But it's okay. It's Grandpa Joe. And grandpas, when you're Grandpa Joe's age, you, you get away. It's like my grandma. My grandma can say shit that, uh, you know, a younger person uh, would be socially exiled for at least a few moments for, for saying. Uh, but Grandpa Joe, he really called, uh, he really called uh, Chaston Kirsten. I don't know what the funniest thing that's going to happen in the next however many years Grandpa Joe <laughs> makes it. Um, I'm not trying to be fucking crass, but I, it, that's a fucking fact. It's just a fucking fact. I'm not trying to be crass. I don't know what the funniest moment is going to be over the coming Biden administration, but I'll tell you this. It's going to be fucking funny, like biblical level, like fucking because the Bible, uh, a book that I recently criticized and famous for its humor, full of jokes. It's not. OK. All right. Whatever. My God. Seriously, Ser you're going to defend uh, your anti Barnes and Noble stance and uh, criticize me for that. You're OK. All right. You're the one that pressed play. Moving on. Sometimes I truly feel like I'm the last person on earth to know stuff. And as Mr. Rogers would say, and that's okay. You know, but uh, as closely and uh, as actively as I uh, follow the news day in and day out, sometimes I'm still the last person to know shit. Uh, Ken Jennings, the Jeopardy robot that's going to be the new host of Jeopardy. Rest in peace, Mr. Trebek, a true legend. I did not know... Well, I knew that a lot of people didn't like Ken Jennings, but I wasn't exactly sure why. Um, a shady social media pass, Ken Jennings. I uh, just read this today. Um, Ken Jennings, the new host of a joke. And I don't think he should be fired. I just know Ken Jennings got down like this on the fucking social media. He should be my social media tutor. A uh, couple examples. After the 2015 release of Star Wars, The Force Awakens, uh, there is this circulating feel-good story about, about one Daniel Fleetwood, a 32-year-old Star Wars superfan who was dying of cancer and also dying for more Star Wars content, and those two things were, were in a race. To uh, but miraculously... Daniel Fleetwood, stayed alive just long enough to see the Star Wars film in 2015. At which point, Ken Jennings, the new host of Jep, as we call it in my house, uh, tweeted, it can't be a good sign that every fan that has ever seen the new Star Wars movie died shortly thereafter. Period. Thank you, Ken Jennings. Uh, that's actually like, it's borderline, but, uh, I'll accept it. But you're familiar with the, the things that come out of, uh, coming out of my mouth. And with that in mind, this 2014 tweet, and is, is what I'm doing now, is this the future? We're just going to go, you know, sure. Bob has become a decent person here in the year 2066. But if we look back on his social media in 2014, I think you will have a change of emotion. 
Uh, so 2014, this is stupid. But uh, uh, Ken Jennings said, uh, nothing is sadder than a hot person in a wheelchair. Unless you're chasing them. Uh, he didn't say that. It, it, his ended, uh, nothing sadder uh, than a hot person in a wheelchair. And then I was imagining uh, uh, situations where that wouldn't be sad. It would be delightful. Anyways, anyways. You want some other random shit? I got a fucking, I got a whole brain full of things that I'm going to talk about. I got a whole notebook full of shit that I'm not going to fucking get anywhere near. Got a whole inbox full of emails. People, people all over my, people jacking my shit at uh, idreamofsuckaduck at gmail.com. That's the only way to get a hold of the show. Bob at bobsfishbowl.com is broken. Idreamofsuckaduck at gmail.com. Um, I saw this today. I'd always kind of uh, imagined myself uh, retiring uh, someplace sunny and nice with good tacos and lots of beer. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Mexico. But now I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, are you familiar with the Marshall Islands? Heard of them? Micronesia. And I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently the Marshall Islands are, are in some rare classification of U.S. territory. It's a, quote, associate state. And I don't know what that means, but the Marshall Islands, this is going somewhere. This is our new retirement plan. Uh, someone talk about a lucky, like I've had some good luck in my time, but nothing like this. 650 kilos of free cocaine. Uh, about it's over like $50 million worth of a blow. 650 kilos, enough to uh, keep you busy for a little while. Uh, uh, just, uh, just, just, just watch it, just found, just found, no big deal. May have been out there for a couple of years, who knows? Just an extra 650 keys. Uh, the Marshall Islands, they're there. I said Micronesia, right? But it's, um, imagine like on the diagonal between like Australia and like Japan across the ocean there, like right about like the equator is where you'd find like uh, the Marshall Islands. If you can picture that on your globe, non, uh, non-flat earthers. But apparently uh, 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 when I heard this story, uh, the storyteller uh, was uh, sure to point out that finding drugs in the Marshall Islands is quote, not uncommon, unquote. Which, when you think about not uncommon, that's a uh, that's a very difficult way of just saying common. But uh, but <laughs> finding drugs not uncommon because a majority of drift patterns from Western fucking Mexico uh, have a habit of ending up there in in the Marshall Islands. You know the uh, population. I looked this up on Wikipedia. Uh, Fifty-eight thousand people uh, live in the Marshall Islands. It's like sixteen hundred islands like spread out that are uh, that formed on top of this uh, coral reef. But it's also a World War II history aficionados. Uh, that's where we blew up our nukes before we blew up fucking Japan and your face, Japan. I'm not quite sure how Japan... How are we in Japan so cool? Like, like uh, countries that get along great. It's, it's, uh, willing to forgive an awful lot. People boast about the uh, Christian ethos of the West and the Christian ethos of forgiveness, but fucking Japan... Just saying, just saying. Um, I'm sorry, was I saying something? Oh yeah, oh, the, uh, the Pacific Proving Grounds. It's where we, uh, where we practice blowing up our shit before we blow up uh, Japan. 
Anyway, that's the, that's the Marshall Islands. And I don't know if that changed uh, the, like, the gravitational f- uh, uh, something of the Earth. It made like uh, the tides go there or, or the, uh, the currents uh, flow in that direction. I don't know. Maybe the currents have always gone that way for millions of years. Who fucking knows? But long story short, uh, that's where the drugs end up. So that's where it uh, sounds like a retirement plan to me. I mean, I mean I, stop playing the lotto now. And you save that money for a trip to Marshall Islands. You're not going to win the lotto, but apparently in the Marshall Islands, it's, quote, not uncommon to find drugs. That's nice. That's nice. How's your money doing today? How's your cash flow? Doing okay. Holidays. Yeah, that's uh, strange. Some people are doing awesome. I I mean, they're just doing fucking awesome. Other people are not doing so well, not doing so good. But uh, apparently Bitcoin uh, did something today. Uh, over 21,000, like for the first time. One Bitcoin, $21,000. And the Dow is uh, over 30,000. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe me, I have a point here. Um, I used to live next door to Massachusetts, the Commonwealth, in a little place called Rhode Island. And uh, there's a healthy rivalry. There, there's, there's love. It's all New England, but a lot of rivalry between uh, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. The drivers from Massachusetts are terrible. They call them massholes. Do you know that? Um, but the, uh, the state regulators of the state of, uh, or excuse me, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, this is going to get confusing, uh, they filed a lawsuit today against the very popular investment app, which, believe it or not, I actually fucking have and use and I like, uh, uh, Robinhood. And no, this is not an endorsement for Robinhood. Uh, this is more rant against uh, stupidity and, uh, and stupid government. Uh, so the state regulators filed a lawsuit today against uh, Robinhood, uh, the very popular app. Uh, they claim it's uh, an app aimed at millennials... And they're pushing them and their inexperienced users to buy and sell stocks and fail to enact controls to protect them. Like, fucking, what a... It's a stock app where you buy, like, a dollar at a time if you want. I'm not quite sure what protection we need. Uh, from the Robin Hood, I actually think the Robin Hood uh, offers a tremendous uh, entree uh, to the world of the uh, financial markets because you can spend $200, a dollar to $3 here, there, and have a very diverse of a whole bunch of fucking blue bloods like, like McDonald's and Coca-Cola and GE and fuck, even though airlines are down to Boeing and all that. And then, and then, then a couple, you know, you like, a couple you like. It's just fucking Robin Hood, all right? So anyway, this, uh, this story, uh, this really got my goat. Keep in mind, I'm sorry my glasses just hit the mic, and I've never owned a goat, for what's worth. Um, in the complaint, uh, the uh, Massachusetts Securities Division, which must be a real fun place to work, it runs on Duncan, I'll tell you that, uh, claims that uh, Robin Hood exposed users to, quote, unnecessary trading risks. End quote. And did not meet some kind of strict fucking fiduciary standard that the state adopted just last year, apparently to sue people like uh, the app Robinhood. So this goes on, and I know I'm being kind of long-winded here, but this is 
whatever. Would you like me to move on? Or can we? No. So in addition to not charging fees for stock trades, which Massachusetts thinks is a bad thing, think not charging fees for stock trades is a bad thing. Okay. So in addition to uh, no charging fees for the stock trades, the complaint alleges that Robinhood, quote, encourages continuous and repeated engagement with its application. Through push notifications and wait for it, its signature, quote, digital confetti. Now, I, I know these apps are doing this, and we've talked about this, that the, the, the scrolling through them is psychologically in tune to affect our subconscious brains in a way that changes our thinking patterns to make us better consumers. But Robin Hood is the, is, is the most evil of the bunch. And, and of all the bullshit that goes on on Wall Street, all the fucking corporate fucking hijinks and insider fucking trade coming down hard on Robin Hood. <sighs> Digital confetti. Uh, regulators claim that uh, one, exact, again, one Robinhood uh, customer with no investment experience was allowed to make more than 12,700 trades over just six months. And yeah, that's a lot, but what the fuck, you know? If we're going to uh, uh, calibrate everything to the biggest, mo so the biggest moron in the, in, in the bunch uh, doesn't get hurt, we can't have fucking anything. Can't have anything! I mean, we still have water parks. Not like they do in Mexico, but we still have water parks. Uh, I'm done talking about this. I'm 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 sick of. Uh, apparently, uh, this is this is what really uh, gets the uh, Commonwealth of Mass uh, the gamification. Uh, they're calling it in quotes. I didn't know that was a word. The gamification to act to make something a game. Um, because it doesn't seem like you're using real money, except for the fucking dollar signs. There's money all over the thing. I don't know how you lose the idea. You know the similarities between Fortnite, Minecraft, and Robin Hood? Not much outside the uh, ones and twos. I'm going to end with... Uh, couple things here. I got uh, I got a newspaper today. I went to the Barnes and Noble. I mean, when I, when I go to the Barnes and Noble, I go to the Barnes and Noble. I got a, uh, I got a newspaper. Um, Facebook and we should probably offer this up front in case you're not familiar with uh, some of the things I say. Uh, not a big fan of the Facebook. I'm biased. I'm fucking biased. I think I'm rightly biased, but uh, what do I know? So Facebook versus Apple. Facebook took out a full-page newspaper ad that, uh, God, it was in the, uh, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and the, uh, and the Washington Post. I believe I got the, uh, I got the NYT. You know me. Uh, but uh, they took out a full-page newspaper ad uh, slamming an Apple privacy or privacy update for the iPhone claiming it will threaten small businesses. Wait. Apple plans to 
rollout changes to its iOS 14 software sometime early next year that will require app developers to explicitly ask users for permission to track their data. To which the choir is saying, hallelujah, uh, a move aimed at shoring up, so they say, uh, privacy protections on mobile devices. But Facebook claims that this shift, this new software, could cripple, cripple, not a Ken Jennings type of joke cripple, but a different kind of cripple, uh, could cripple small businesses' ability to effectively target ads that boost their revenues. An argument made in the ads themselves under the big fucking banner, we're standing up to Apple for small businesses everywhere. I understand that there is a slice of the population that the ability to micro-target advertising on Facebook has been the lifeblood of, of their business. I get that. But that's not 99% of people. So Facebook wants to tell 99% of the people, th these users they care so much about, it's all about the users and connected. They don't give a fuck, right? Facebook, anyway, like I said, I'm biased. Let me make sure I got this right. Apple makes products that work, that people like to buy. And what the fuck does Facebook do again? Right. They essentially mine data and make all these very detailed psychological extrapolations about us so they can sell that information so advertisers can micro-target us. I haven't, uh, I haven't had the Facebook app on my phone in forever or Messenger or anything. So I still have Instagram, so I'm a total, uh, total poser. But uh, uh, recently, I felt good about this. I feel good. I finally, finally did, even though I do a podcast, which... Makes sense to have a Facebook page if you have a podcast, but you know what? I said, fuck it. The success of this podcast isn't going to ride or die on fucking Facebook. Like, Facebook isn't going to make the difference, but maybe it will. Maybe I'm the fucking moron. There'd be nothing new there. But I not only deactivated, I also uh, permanently deleted, and, uh, and I feel pretty good about that. So anyway, Facebook versus Apple. The fight of the century. Also, I, uh, I grabbed a local newspaper, too. Here in, uh, here in Spokangeles, I'd like to support local journalism. Well, I'm supporting good journalism. Not localism good, but uh, to compare the New York Times to uh, the Spokangeles paper, the Spokesman Review, uh, is not, uh, not fair. Um, but, like, in the main section, like, like A, like section A of the fucking newspaper, uh, there's an advertisement for a weed store that I don't go to called Cannabis and Glass. Uh, if you want to shop uh, like the Bob Father does, uh, I like I like I like uh, I like locals. Locals Canna House is a good one. Uh, Cinder is a good one, and Sativa Sisters is is a family uh, owned and operated business. All fucking great. Go to any of those. Uh, this cannabis and glass place, I'm concerned uh, because they have this big fucking headline below cannabis and glass, and and, and like all these weed sales, like a offered below but here here's their fucking slogan in fucking giant fucking font like 60 fucking four or something uh get in get out get high are you fucking 
fuck nuts trying to make weed illegal again, you dipshits? Like, what the fuck? This is the dumbest shit. Get in, get out, and get high. You really think the refined audience, like the, the sliver of society that still reads the fucking local newspaper, you think they're going to respond to get in, get out, get high? Can you imagine the fucking, like, the liquor store, or the, or the, weed, uh, the beer store? Get in, get out, get wasted. That, that bird would never fly. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Meanwhile, on the next page of the newspaper, uh, one of the weed stores I mentioned that I go to, uh, Locals Canna House, uh, there's a Locals ad. It says, Locals, we sell chill. And it like, has like, some person hiking through like uh, snowy mountains. Uh, the, you would think this is a thing for fucking REI. You'd have no idea there's anything here having to do with, uh, with weed until you get to the very bottom and see the uh, line, locally sourced craft cannabis. They're not going with the uh, get in, get out, get high. I genuinely fear that... Uh, well, I think now maybe my, my concerns are overblown because uh, the places that have legalized it are addicted to the weed tax revenue. But I still and once you make things legal, it's very hard to take it back. But alcohol's got a strange story in America, and alcohol certainly. I mean, there's still fucking dry counties in Georgia. I've been to no alcohol for sale. They can like sell beer like on Tuesdays and Wednesdays between like noon and two or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, and then the last thing I saw, this is, uh, I'm leaving you with this, because this is a, this is just a what the fuck. Uh, for, I don't even know what to make this. <laughs> um, here's the headline, and then I'll give you the, uh, like, the sub-headline, and that's really all you need to know. Athletes plan to retrace Sierra escape of Donner Party survivors. Yes, that's right, my friend. The, uh... The one consistent nightmare of uh, just about every K-12 through education in these United States of America, the fucking Donner Party, uh, cannibalism. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, so anyway, here's that line again. I'm going to read this again, just, uh, just so we all get it. Athletes, and I think they might be using that term loosely, or at least we have different, different definitions. Uh, athletes plan to retrace Sierra escape of Donner Party survivors. Because that sounds like fucking fun, doesn't it? Um, and then uh, a little more detail here. Four ultra runners from California aim to put selves in shoes of forlorn hope. Uh, Google forlorn hope and Donner Party. And I know they're ultra runners. They're, uh, they're endurance. They're going to be GPS. Like, they're not going to get fucking lost. Like, there's a story about them in the goddamn newspaper trying to retrace the Sierra escape of the fucking Donner Party survivors. I, I don't know. I, okay. I mean, I'm pretty committed to doing a podcast, and a lot of people would think this is a fucking... They don't get it, right? And, and, and in fairness, I don't get this. So who am I to stand in judgment? Nope. I'm the opinionated asshole with a podcast. Who are these people to retrace the Donner Party and make us all think about the Donner Party? So close to dinner party. Like everything was wrong, wrong, wrong about the Donner Party. That was the... Uh, I'm going to do that again in case you missed it. That was the sweet sound of me throwing my pen 
And when I throw my pen, that means I am done for the day and just in the nick of time. I can't. Tomorrow's going to be a much easier day for me. I mean, I, there's no way I'm going anywhere, let alone like four or five places. Fuck that shit. It's a once-in-a-century global flu pandemic. Um, there's a good chance. There's no guarantee, but there's a good chance. Uh, we'll be back uh, doing a show tomorrow. Uh, Monday through Friday podcast. It's revolutionary. It's fucking revolutionary. Because in the history of entertainment, no one has ever had the idea before to think to themselves, what if we did it every weekday? Revolutionary shit. Revolutionary. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not going to bore you with another pen toss. Uh, Till manana. Uh, if Fish B was here, he would say something kind of like adios in lieu of Fish B's presence. Adios. <laughs>